it's always not just about the technology. It's like having the support of, you know, all the leadership in the company and being able to learn from them of like, you know, how to build and scale the business. That was, I think, a unique opportunity for me. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Lomitech, and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Today, we're going to be talking about engineering with Avi Golan, Vice President of Engineering and General Manager of Israel at ZipRecruiter. Avi Golan is ZipRecruiter, Israel General Manager and Vice President of Engineering, leading the Israeli engineering site with a data-driven focus on delighting both job seekers and employers and fundamentally improving the hiring experience. Prior to joining ZipRecruiter, Avi is a Mamram alumnus and served in an intelligence unit. Avi has over two decades of experience in the software industry, building and leading R&D organizations. Let's get started. Avi, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for inviting me to the show. Really excited to be here. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming. Vice President of Engineering and General Manager of ZipRecruiter in Israel. Uh, five or six years ago, you founded the, the R&D site here in Israel for this multinational company, ZipRecruiter, uh, working with people all over the world to, to connect them with, with relevant jobs. And so there's you know, obviously very, very relevant to today's marketplace, very relevant to the different questions that are, that are being asked today. And we'll focus also on ZipRecruiter. And, and I'd love for you to start by telling me a little bit about what, what you do there. But, but afterwards, I'd love to really dig deep into what it means to, to, to create this R&D site here in Tel Aviv and, be, and act as vice president of engineering for this multinational company. So, so what is ZipRecruiter in a few words? So ZipRecruiter is an online employment marketplace. We basically connect between the two sides, uh, the job seekers and the employment or, or, or the employers of the jobs. Um, and we're actively working in order to make those connections cross industries, cross verticals. We're like support, we're helping nurses and truck drivers and engineers and data scientists and marketers and like every, basically every uh, occupation and every industry we're uh, able to, you know, find the right opportunity uh, as a job seeker and find the right mm-hmm. talent as an employer. Uh, we're uh, supporting both SMBs. Like it can be like, uh, you know, small uh, pizza shop that is looking for uh, delivery drivers or cashiers. And it could be like, uh, you know, large enterprises that are looking for 10,000 warehouse workers. Um, and we do that with uh, a lot of, uh, you know, AI and smart matching technology that we built based on the large uh, data. Um, over uh, the last 10 or 11 years since the company was founded, we, uh, we had more than 800 uh, million job application through our platform. Holy so crap. many people that pressed apply and submitted their resume, wow. um, which is, you know, huge, uh, huge impact on, on like, you know, on the industry, mainly uh, operating in the US market, but also uh, 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 in Europe. Unbelievable. And so yeah. five or six years ago, you, you set out to create the R&D site here in Israel, joined as VP Engineering uh, of ZipRecruiter, walk me through the rationale of, of taking this multinational company and deciding to open a new R&D site here in Tel Aviv 
And then what, what was that like from your perspective coming in as the general manager? Yeah. So um, I think uh, uh, the story of ZipRecruiter is, is, is slightly unique uh, um, versus the other multinational that you see here uh, that open uh, uh, engineering sites. Um, so the company was founded in 2010. Uh, it was uh, bootstrapped till uh, 2014. Uh, and then it raised uh, a Series A. Um, and uh, in order to grow, like that's, that was like, you know, the, the founders decided that they want to take the company to the next level. Um, and as part of that, um, they like, you know, acknowledge that they need like stronger and, and, and bigger uh, engineering organization. Um, and they made the decision to open an engineering site in, in, in Israel, in Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. And before Jeff Swelling. So he founded a company before that, that was uh, the, the name of the company was Convergero. It was sold to AOL and it had an engineering site here in Tel Aviv and it, it worked for him. Um, and he joined ZipRecruiter after that uh, as the COO and decided to replicate that um, and mm-hmm. decided that he needs someone to, you know, to, to be, you know, employee number one to start the office and, and, and like to start. Uh, uh, um, um, <laughs> being hands-on and like solving issues, but also like scaling and 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 hiring and recruiting and and growing and you know solving problems. Um, so you know we uh, connected, you know, over like you know it was Skype back then, uh, <laughs> but it was like wow. it was I, I never met anyone in person. Like now it seems. Right, like in, yeah, interviews Trivial. you do over Zoom, yeah. or it's like, you know, that's 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 how you do interviews, right? It's uh, right. Um, but it was back then. Right. It's like 2015. It was like I uh, met with the founders, met with Jeff, met with a couple of technical people, and then you know decided to make this leap of faith, I guess, of like you know there's this amazing company that is looking for, you know, for uh, um, to do this major growth and, and scaling. And, and it was an amazing opportunity as like a career growth, as well as like, you know, solving problems. Now, walk me through a little bit about your, you know, cognitively, what's going on in your mind, your, your task with starting this new R&D team. What, what is top of mind for you? Is it scaling the team? Is it getting more responsibility with a product? Is it getting trust from you know your counterparts around the world that are now looking to see what you come up with? What 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 really you know bothers you during that time, or what occupies you? Yeah, probably everything that you mentioned. Um, it was like no one told me like this is what we want you to do, or this is those are the problems that we want you or the team to solve. It's mm-hmm. like it was uh, um, you know we have you know amazing company that we built. Um, a lot of customers that are using the you know the product both on the on the consumer side, the job seekers, and the employer side, and like the, the you know both B two B and B two C. Um, and we have a lot right. of data. We have a lot of like challenges and opportunities, and like you know try uh, uh, to figure out what where you can provide value. Basically, that was like you know um, that was the uh, uh, the mission statement. Um, and, and that was like, I was obsessed about like finding where I can, can provide value and like, you know, bringing my previous experience in, in ad tech and, and other like big data, um, um, 
um, um, technologies that that I had over the the, the twenty something years that I've in the software industry. Um, so really, just talking to people, trying to understand like you know where are like the challenges, where are the opportunities, understanding the you know the ecosystem, the the, the market itself, and like uh, um, what kind of technology right. is out there. Um, and and I think that's like the the major challenge. And it's I, I remember the first days where it's like you know you you're alone. Um, I took like a you know a, a, like a shared space in Mindspace in in, uh, in Rothschild. Uh, so. Uh, just not to be yeah. alone, right? It's just, just to see people. So I had this uh, uh, this uh, uh, small office back then, um, and and like talking to people in my early morning and then in the evenings, um, and digging up in the data. You know, looking um, going into the data warehouse, looking in in, in uh, um, you know the vast amount of data that we collected, and then. Trying to zoom in on the areas where we, uh, where we could, we like eventually it was we like after a few months like we grow and I, you know, hired some, you know, some of my past colleagues and friends, um, and they brought their friends, um, and and now we're about eighty people. But back then it was like, like two, three. Wow. You know, the end of the year it was six. Unbelievable. Um, and we we started by solving like one of the hardest problems of, of matching. It's like how can you provide a better experience for both the job seeker and the employer um, by you know uh, harnessing AI, like using the data that we you know collected over the years and and building models that can learn uh, um, like what's a good match, like um, how. How do you qualify? Uh, how um, how a recruiter sees like you know the resume of a, uh, a you know a nurse versus the resume of a software engineer and like what's important for for each recruiter or what's important for the job seeker um, and then like you know teaching model or building models that that can understand that uh, based on the data and based on on like the you know the the talent and engineers and data scientists that we uh, have in the company. So if you're fast forwarding to today now with over 80 people on your team in the site here in Israel, and you're obviously making a big impact on the multinational company that has many, many more people than that in it, yeah. you know, what, what, what do you think worked along the journey? What, what were some things that you either prioritized or by chance happened that, that made this a smooth transition and, and pretty, a pretty fast growth, you know, 80 people over the span of five, six years? Yeah. Um, so I think... You know, we proved ourselves. We created value. We found the areas where we internally, uh, uh, where we, yeah, yeah in, like you know, or you know, created value for the company right. or created value for, for our customers. Yeah. And I think we we proved that that you know we can you know take take the challenges or or, or even come up with innovation and, and the things that can you know can help the company scale and can help the company. Like uh, we can talk about that later. But we IPO'd. Three uh, months ago, so it's like taking the company really to the next level, um, and and um, and I think this is like you know for me I'm um, very much focused on on creating like finding the areas where we can create the value and focusing on that, um, and 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 then scaling and then like you know once we found like product market fit internally and externally, like once we verify that this is like a problem worth solving. Um, and then we're like, you know, we're all in. We're like, we'll 
you know, we'll grow the, the team, we'll, um, uh, we'll, you know, get alignment from the entire organization and, and so on. So I think that's, you know, that, that was the major factor that, that I think helped us. Um, uh, like building the relationship, one of the challenges was like, you know, this, uh, we have like one platform, one, one company, right? It's like, sure. it's not like, a, I don't know, like a, like a, a big company that, that, that opens um, uh, an R&D site that develops like a small feature sure. or small pro or, or small or big, it doesn't matter, but like a, like a product that, that can be encapsulated um, um, and have like clear interfaces it was more of a, how can we build an organization um, that, that can have engineers or can have data scientists or people and product managers, people from both sides of the world like working closely together and we have managers here that manage people, uh, you know, uh, in LA and, and vice versa. Right. Um, so that was like one of the biggest challenges, how to bring this, to build this culture and to build this organization so over the years. Really what we're, we're, you know, things we're talking about, you know, building culture, scaling a team, creating value internally and externally. I mean, you're, it really sounds like we're talking about, you know, you created almost, you know, as an entrepreneur, creating a company, creating a startup within a startup, having many of those same challenges that, that a traditional founder has, you're doing it within this multinational, but, but it's entrepreneurship, uh, you know, with, by, by any standard, right? Yeah, exactly. Without like, you know, without the, the need to be, uh, um, uh, you know, obsessive, like, you know, how to get, uh, how to pay salaries next month, right? Uh, how to, to get the next uh, funding. Uh, so I was fortunate to have this opportunity of, of, of really doing that, of like, uh, founding like, uh, you know, a new company uh, um, and, and like being able to recruit like top talents and, and like, you know, bring on uh, um, uh, very talented people that can help me do that, you know, scaling and do that growth and, and creating value. Right. Um, so it's, it's, it's a lot easier when you have like, you, you know, you have the support, uh, um, of, of like amazing, you know, amazing, amazing, uh, um, leaders in the, in the organization, right. It's like people that it's, it's usually not just about the technology or like, uh, it's always not just about the technology. It's like having the support of, uh, um, uh, um, of, you know, all the leadership, in the company of, uh, um, and, and being able to learn from them of like, you know, how to, to build and scale, um, the business that was, uh, I think a unique opportunity for me. 100%. Now talk to me a little bit about what you learned, you know, over these five, six years, you've sort of become an expert and AI expert in, in matching technologies and what works and what doesn't work with, you know, looking for jobs, matching for jobs, I, either as a seeker or as an employer, what, what are some baseline ideas that perhaps may not even be that trivial for, for the common person that's applying for a job or writing their resume? What, what are some things that you've learned through your experiences that, that we can share with, with anybody that's listening? Yeah, so, um, so what, one of like, uh, uh, before I answer your question, what, one of the learnings that, that I had um, like early on was like, it's it, as, as, as a company and organization, it's, it's, um, it's not just about the technology. It's a lot, you know, it's, 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 you can build this amazing AI and amazing, amazing technology, but like, you, you know, it's, it's the business, it's the organization, it's the product, sure. it's the marketing. It's like a combination of all of the, those uh, that are working together in order to get, you know, the company to the next level. 
Yeah. Um, and then like uh, on the on the matching side. Um, so if you're uh, uh, if you're like you know someone that is now on the market or, or planning to go uh, uh, to start finding jobs and like applying to jobs, um, you need to understand that the, uh, the landscape has changed in terms of um, um, the, the, the flow of, of, of who reads your resume or right. how to get past like to, to the next level. It's like, it used to be like a pile of, of uh, you know, you always see this picture of a pile of like a thousand resumes sitting on someone's desk. It's now like right. it's, it's automated, right? Obviously, right. Um, Different. And a lot of, uh, um, um, I think a lot of people just don't understand that that in order to get to the recruiter, you need to pass some some bot, some AI um, uh, that scans your resume and and try to extract the data, and it's it's trying to extract the data from it, right? It's like trying to understand your previous experience, your um, your education, and so on. And if it so what fails, does that mean in terms of the what, what does that mean in terms of the focus because if the focus before needed to be on you know standing out I remember yeah. you know applying to college you have to stand out so that your yeah. college application is you know different not necessarily even better but just different than that of the thousands of others that they have on their desk now I'm assuming that you actually have to be a little bit more intentional and specific to the role perhaps that you're applying to yeah so so keep in mind that you know those AI that, that scans your, your resume, it first needs to understand, right? So like it can be uh, uh, like, right. you know, don't use uh, uh, tables and fancy formatting <laughs> and, and like stuff like that, that will, you know, in some cases, you know, the, the, um, the machine will fail to read the, the resumes and, and it will just reduce your chances in like in getting to the next level. So like, you know, try to focus on uh, or try to, to to to, uh, to write like the uh, um, the most um, simple format that you can. You can still like describe your achievement and so on, but but don't right. use you know fancy words or abbreviations that no one knows or or something that you know describes. Try to uh, you know try to uh, uh, um, put some fancy words around stuff that you do. It's like. Right. Again, the, the machine is trying to extract the skills that you know. And if it doesn't understand or if you're writing in a unique way that it didn't see before, that's like it's, it will be more difficult to, uh, uh, to get past this, you know, to, to get past this stage. And like this, there's this, uh, um, you know, uh, myth, I don't know, if, or co- our um, common knowledge around recruiter spends like six seconds reading your resume six or seven seconds reading passing through your resume yeah in in many cases you don't even get that it's like there's like a snippet right that that they see it's like you know it's like a right they depends on on like the, the role but you have roles where where hundreds of people apply and you have like a like a, um uh um like a summary of your you know past experience education skill set and and so on and it's like again, if it fails to fail to understand that, then you're basically shooting yourself in the leg. So, so what I'm hearing you, what, what I'm extracting from this and the th- way from me is, you know, if before, you know, the traditional advice would be to stand out, be different, make something that will that will force the the decision maker to take a closer look and be intrigued by what you do. Here, we're actually going for simplicity. Stick to the rules. Make 
you know, the, the, the more common you are in the, in the format, the better you're served because the better chances you, that you will be understood by, by the algorithm. But then, you know, the more specific you are also and intentional, then, then the more likely you'll be matched with a position that, that really fits you. And I think that that's a, you know, definitely something that I'm taking away and that I think that anybody that's listening, it's relevant for everybody. Now, I do want to take you back, Avi, really quickly in the last few minutes that we have a little bit about you. Share with me both, you know, what really fascinated you as a kid, but also what inspires you today. Okay. Um, so, yeah, growing up, I was uh, um, uh, like, ever since I remember myself, I was like, I wanted to be a doctor. It's like, I, um, I grew up to a mother that was a nurse, like, you know, 50 years as a nurse or something like that, like 40 something years. Um, <laughs> um, and like, we lived right next to the hospital. And like, I remember myself, like after school, it's like, uh, you know, first or second grade going to eat lunch with her at like at the hospital. And like, I was fascinated about this, uh, uh, about, uh, uh, you know, this occupation and, and, and up till the age right. of like, you know, 17, uh, that I was sure that this is what I'm going to do. Uh, started biology in like uh, wow. in high school, but, but then, you know, life takes uh, some t- turns and um, um, I was yeah. like in the army uh, was recruited to Mamram and did like the uh, the programming training, um, and and fell in love with uh, uh, you know uh, this uh, domain and, and the software industry, um, and you know and my life changed since then. So I'm grateful for that opportunity as and, well. And the and the rest yeah. is history. And I think uh, um, and to your second question about what's fascinating, uh, what inspiring me today is is like it's 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 going back yeah. to creating value. It's like how can we harness technology. And to solve, you know, market deficiencies, problems, uh, um, um, things that that you know, looking back five or ten years ago, were not solvable with, uh, uh, or were ver- much harder to solve than than today with the technology that we have using AI and big data. Um, so I'm I'm fascinated yeah. about that. It's like seeing this the technology, how it like how it. Uh, um, um, progress and and help solving like you know we're basically using the technology to solve like the the most basic human needs of like finding a job helping people that really need you know support really need guidance really need uh how our help to 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 understand where you know their next opportunity might be like there's there's a stat that we're we're using uh or that we have that you know we have like two uh, two boxes on the on, on in the homepage. It's like, what are you looking for and where? It's like thirteen percent don't even know what to look for. It's like they put jobs or <laughs> I need a job or blank. And it's like it's interesting. It's our role. It's our mission to help guide them um, and help them understand using technology, using like the fact that we've seen millions of people with the same education, with the same yep. skill set, with the same career trajectory. Uh, we are able to provide that kind of guidance and that kind of help and support. So, I, so that's fascinating. I love it. And what are three words that you would use to describe yourself? I, I think a lot of like a lot of the things that I describe is, is technology. So technology is one, and innovation uh, slash value <laughs> using innovation. And and I think also family. I'm trying to balance between the between like work and and life. So very very cool. I love it, Avi. I really want to thank you. This was fantastic. 
I love the, the insights, the stories, both on you know, the, the recruiting and the hiring and, and, and understanding the, the transition that we've made from manual to automated and what, you know, what, what we need to derive from that for both the seekers and also the, the employers. But then you know, opening a new site for a multinational company, VPR and D, and, and, and then distilling it to creating value in, in just as big of an entrepreneurial journey. Uh, so thank you very much for the time and inspiration and stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you. Really enjoyed that. Yofi. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.